You'll find yourself on another episode of Locked On Bulls. On today's episode, we'll be breaking down Vooch's comments, talking about how the Chicago Bulls' playoff chances don't rest in their own hands. We'll also talk about the fact that the Bulls have a better chance for the lottery than they do the playoffs. And finally, what are our biggest issues with the Chicago Bulls this season? All that and more on today's episode of Locked On Bulls. Let's go. You are Locked On Bulls, your daily podcast on the Chicago Bulls, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Thank you for tuning in to Locked On Bulls, member of the Locked On Podcast Network, where it's your team every day. I am Pat, the designer, host and creator of the Windy City Breeze. My brother Hayes and the fam are down a little bit with a bug. So, hey, make sure y'all feel better out there, man. Um, listen, it's a it's a tough tough end to a season that we're going through right now, right? The Bulls are coming off of a loss to the Indiana Pacers off a game winner to Tyrese Halliburton. They they essentially move further back in the playoff race, and it doesn't seem like there's a big turn coming, right? I said turn. And Nikola Vucevic echoed as much talking to the Athletic after the loss to Indiana by basically saying that the playoffs don't reside in our own hands anymore. Of course, we have to come out and win, but it really is based on what teams ahead of us do. So we're going to keep coming out. We're going to keep fighting. We're going to keep competing. But at the end of the day, kind of just hoping for the best here for the teams ahead of us. And it's a tough situation to be in at the end of a season that you thought that you were going to have such high hopes in. It's a, it's a tough situation to be in a, a, this situation at the end of a season that you felt like was going to be a step in the right direction when, in fact, at the end of the day, this was a step backwards, a big step backwards, because not only are you not going to be in the playoffs, you're not even one of the 10 best teams in the NBA. In fact, you have the fifth worst record in the NBA with a team that has Zach Levine, DeMar DeRozan, and Nikola Vucevic on it. I believe that point guard play helps. I believe that point guard play helps a lot. I think that Lonzo Ball on this team does make a difference. It does not fix all of the issues. I don't think that the Bulls are at the top of the Eastern Conference if Lonzo Ball is a point guard on this team, but I do think that we're probably about where we felt we were going to be starting off this season in the playoffs. So, to me, the fact that Vooch is making these comments is not surprising to me. And I'm going to be honest with you. I respect the honesty. I respect the candidness of Vooch coming out and saying this because it's something that we've all realized for a while now, that this team essentially, when you see the play on the court, when you see giving up, and, and I think they've been better since Pat Bev has been added to the team, but when you see all of the different metrics that this Bulls team gives up, you sit there wondering how this team is going to make the playoffs and is going to be competitive on a night in and night out basis. We feel like because the talent is there that they should be able to go out and make plays. They should be able to go out and get certain things done because we're paying money for these players. They should be. But at the end of the day, you got to be better than the guys on the other side of you. And the problem with the Chicago Bulls is as we're closing out this season, 
there's not many teams on the other side that I feel the Chicago Bulls are better than. You're going into this last stretch. You have to understand, coming since, I believe, January 6th, the Indiana Pacers have only won six games. Three of them have been against the Chicago Bulls. Three of them have been against the Chicago Bulls. Two of them, they came back from 20-plus point deficits. That is your Bulls team this season. And I think that that really is the reason when you look around and you see the rest of the season, right? 17 games left. Billy Donovan was talking about how it's a tough schedule. The schedule's not that tough. It's just tough for you. And so I think that Vooch just sees the writing on the wall here. I don't know if this is a foreshadowing for more to come from him, right? Like there are a lot of questions around if Vooch is going to be on this team long-term. There are a lot of questions around is Vooch going to be uh, uh, um, re-signed to this Bulls? Are the Bulls just going to run this thing back? Because that seems to be what AK's favorite thing in the world to do is let's just run it back. Let's just, hey, continuity, baby. Continuity, right? Like that, that's, and I don't think that that's the answer in this situation. I think that's not the answer for a couple of reasons, but we'll talk about that kind of in our third topic. But the one thing that at a minimum, right, is you're right now in a situation where you don't really have a forward. You don't really have a back with this season. And that's the worst position to be in in sports. I'm not somebody that believes the team should tank, right? Like I, I'll sit here and tell you till the cows come home. Detroit is not a Victor Wimbignana away from winning an NBA championship. Like you, I, I think that the talent helps. But as you can see on this Bulls team, this Bulls team has talent. Nikola Vucevic can play. Zach Levine can play. DeMar DeRozan can play. But it's about what is that collection of talent going to be able to go out there and do on the court? What is that collection of talent going to be able to go out there and do as a team? And I think that that's kind of where the where I look at it and I say, yeah, you can go out there and you can get this talent. You can go out there and you can add if, if the Bulls were to be tanking and stuff like that, right? But they're not a one piece away. There's a philosophy issue here. There is a... There is a belief issue in Billy Donovan here. There is a Billy Donovan issue here at times. There is a, uh, uh, a lack of leadership here uh, uh, that has been most of this season, right, to the point that Pat Bev just showing up and telling people where to be defensively was a big deal just because we haven't seen it this season, right? And so to me, right, like, I'm not surprised by anything about where the Bulls are. And I think that they've backed themselves into the worst position you can be in in sports. You don't have a forward or a clear option forward. There's not a 17-game run coming in this Bulls team. We can say that very confidently. And maybe after I say that, we go on a 17-game run. But we can say that for the most part very confidently. The Bulls don't have a 17-game run finishing out the playoffs, and, and, and all of a sudden we're looking at this team the rest of the way, and we're like, wow, that's not bad, right? Like coming into the playoffs, that's not happening here. We're limping our way into the end of the season. And comments like these, while they are true comments, tell you that reality is set in for this Bulls team. Hey, we are not them. We are not the team that we thought we were. And it's set in hard at the end of the season because, again, there's no clear path forward for this team. You took such a major step back this year 
point guard play included, but for the most part, right, like you saw season lows in in pretty much every category from a lot of players, right? You saw a, a team that, while on the paper, right, defensively the Chicago Bulls are a top team in the Eastern Conference. Situationally, they have no idea what they're doing at the end of games defensively nine times out of ten. Now, I'm not going to lie to you. I wasn't mad at the defense in the Indiana game. You made uh, 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 Tyrese Halliburton shoot a half court literally it wasn't really half court but like he was standing basically on the tip of the bullhorn when he shot that game winning three i'm not mad at your defense in that situation i think that he just hit a tough shot i'm more mad at the offensive play on the other side but i think at the end of the day when when you look at how this bulls team is constructed you see a team that has lows in every single category defensively at the end of games offensively all season shooting the three ball it basically doesn't exist the bulls are playing an era of basketball that does not exist they're playing the same type of basketball actually they're probably playing a slower brand i actually got to do the number breakdown on that they're probably playing a slower brand of basketball than d wade jimmy butler and rajon rondo played and that does not work in today's NBA. It just doesn't. So how do we move forward, man? Because as we go into this next topic, man, it, it's crazy to say, but the Bulls are in a situation right now where they have a better chance to win the lottery than making the playoffs. We'll talk about that more coming up next. But first, I do got to tell you about Built Bar, man. I've started my morning off with a delicious treat from Built Bar because I'm trying to get in better shape, trying to eat better, and Built Bar is the only thing that's giving me a delicious treat without all the fat and calories. What does that mean? I'm telling you right now, 130 calories, four grams of sugar, only a whopping 17 grams, I'm sorry, with a whopping 17 grams of protein, but it tastes amazing. It tastes like a candy bar, and it's because it's covered in 100% real chocolate. I'm not sure how Built does it, but they make it taste so good while maintaining all of the amazing macros. And now you don't need to wait around to get a box. For years, we've been uh, talking to you guys about ordering Built Bars on Built.com. Now you can get them at your local Walmart or Sam's Club. That's right. Head to your nearest Walmart today. Walk to the pharmacy section and grab yourself a box of Built Bars. You can pick up a four box of cookies and cream, double chocolate, or coconut puffs. Or if you got a Sam's Club close to you, you can run in and grab a 13-bar box of one of the hit flavors, brownie batter or churro. Hey, you can thank me later. All right, Bulls fans. The Bulls sit right now with a better opportunity to win the lottery than they do to make the playoffs. Or to be in the lottery, I should say. Than they do to make the playoffs. And this kind of keeps going with the conversation we were having. What is the Bulls' path forward here? And I'll be honest with you. And I know that this is a tough take watching this team that we have currently constructed. Watching the talent that is on this team not live up to what we're hoping for. But if the Chicago Bulls were to win the lottery or to be in the lottery, a top four pick, right? Because just being in the lottery high 
doesn't do enough for you. If that pick is five, that pick goes to the Orlando Magic. If that pick is anywhere below top four, that pick goes to the Orlando Magic. But if the Chicago Bulls happen to have this season, very similar to a season where we got Derrick Rose, very similar to a team that came off a high, made the playoffs, had our hopes up, the next season dashed away, we end up getting the number one pick overall. I don't see that situation happening here. There's nobody coming out of Chicago. I've told y'all this many a times. The NBA was, uh, was looking for Chicago to be back. Appreciate the help on that. But if you are looking for an, a way forward, you're hoping for the lottery. And with the team that the Bulls have here, I'm not upset at that. Very similar to the reason that the Derrick Rose team was so impactful for the Chicago Bulls. And the reason I say that is because when you look at players going to teams, and I mentioned Victor Wembanyama if he if he possibly goes to Detroit, right? Or Scoot Henderson, or whoever the player may be. Uh, Brandon Miller, with everything he's going through. Uh, if he's able to come out and, and be a legit leader and 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 be, be a guy on a team, right? If he goes to a team like Detroit, great talent, great player. Pairing him with Cade would love that. But I don't think that it changes them a ton. And the reason I say that is because you still have to go out there and you still have to have experience. You still have to have veterans on your team. You still have to have guys that are used to winning. You still have to have the right head coach in place. You still have to have, right? Like the reason that you're in the lottery usually isn't just because you're not talented enough. The reason that you're in the lottery is usually because so many things have gone wrong that you've had to orchestrate yourself to put yourself in this position. But with the Chicago Bulls, right? If the Bulls were to end up getting a lottery pick, I think that it would be a situation where you could go out there and get yourself a top player, and that could be a look forward. Now, is that where this Bulls team should be? No. And the, and the one thing I don't want people to think is that I'm okay with the fact that the Chicago Bulls are here right now, right? Like, this team was supposed to do more. This team was supposed to be more. This team was supposed to be a top team in the Eastern Conference, at least top five. You were supposed to be talking about the Chicago Bulls as a scrappy team that was going to be competitive. That has not happened here. But I do believe that the Bulls, the, the, the biggest thing for the Bulls moving forward is to try and get back into these drafts and start to use some of these guys. It is to try and get back into these drafts and try to find that next star that you can be here long term. Now, the chances that the Bulls win the lottery and get a top four pick, still tough, right? Like, is it higher? For sure. I believe it's above 45% that the Bulls will be a lottery team. But that's still not high enough. But I think that it does change the perception of your team if you're able to go get that lottery pick in a way. Because I think I've still got the question on, okay, are we gonna we got this lottery pick? We're top four protected, blah, blah, blah. If we go out here, we got Victor Wimbanyana possibly, depending on where we're at. We got Scoot Henderson, Brandon, all these guys that we can go out there. And, and now we have the pick of the litter at our, at our disposal. But uh, does anybody feel good about the last time that we had a top four pick? So while it could be a path for you in the right direction, does anybody feel good about the last time that a top four pick was selected here? 
You feel good about what you're seeing from Patrick Williams right now? I feel like I'm more excited at times about his game. I feel like when you put him in different positions, sometimes he's more aggressive. And I like that. But I'm not sitting here telling you guys, man, I'm Pat Will. That's the answer. He's your fourth pick in the draft. And this is not a slap to Pat Will. This is not a this is not an indictment of Pat Will. This is an indictment of the people that are selecting these guys. And the people that have the opportunity to play these guys. We saw Dale and Terry for two games come in and make an immediate impact, and then we never saw him again. And I believe, in my mind, right, I believe what the Chicago Bulls are trying to do is be a competitive team, which would, listen, being competitive would help, but be a competitive team while trying to find that next star. Be a competitive team while trying to find that next guy, the the Jokic, right? Like, that's what Denver did for years. Denver came out, and they were just competitive. They were always going to be a playoff team. They were always going to be scrappy. You knew they were getting sent home in the first or second round. You knew the playoffs weren't going to be a, a long run, but you're, you're, you're up and down. You're fighting. You're trying to add minimal pieces in the offseason until you can go out there and find that big name that you want to be out there paying. They finally find Jokic. Now, all of a sudden, we're talking about them as a finals contender. Once you find Jokic, right, then you find mpj you already have jamal murray on the team right like there's so many things that you're going into with this and you're saying oh man like i feel good about this denver team finally but that was such a process from carmelo anthony to Jokic, process but they were competitive throughout that process And I think that's what AK is trying to replicate here. But the question that I have is, can you find the guy that's going to be the answer through all this competitiveness? Can you find the guy that's going to be the next best thing? And is it even worth it for the Bulls to get a top four pick if you can't? You know what I mean? Like, we we don't need another Patrick Williams. I hope P. Will turns into this star that, that all of us hoped he would. But I don't even know right now because I don't see him on the court anymore in, in a lot of these situations. And when he was on the court, he wasn't making a huge impact on games. We never talked about, wow, there's five Patrick Williams out there. We've talked about defensive moments for P-Will. Right? Solid guy. Solid player. You're not looking for solid at the top four pick. I'm just not. And so is the lottery a real step forward? Is the lottery a step in the right direction for the Chicago Bulls? That's the real question to me that I have with this team is with with how they're currently constructed. Because I do believe that if you went out and you were able to find a piece and you find the right piece, it's better for that guy to come to a team like the Chicago Bulls have now. If you have a Zach Levine here, Kobe White gets re-signed. Maybe you get Vooch in, blah, 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 blah. Because you've got talent on the team already. Very similar to what that Derrick Rose, to what Derrick Rose came into the league with, right? Derrick Rose didn't come into the league on a team that was the worst team in the NBA. Derrick Rose came into a team, uh, into the league with, on a team that was just on the outside looking in of the playoffs 
And he comes into that team that has Ben Gordon, has Kirk Heinrich, has Joakim Noah, has, right, like you had all these names already there in place that the Bulls were able to go out and, and be competitive as soon as he's able to get there. That's a situation where a lottery pick makes more sense. That's why I've said a lot of these play-in tournaments and all these things. I was like, you need to make a your tournament for the top picks. Because if you make your tournament for, the, for one of these top picks, that, or, or more ping pong balls, whatever it is. Because if you make a tournament for that, that does more for your organization. That does more for your mid-middling teams, right? Because if they get a lottery pick, now all of a sudden they get to move up in the standings because you're adding talent to a team that has talent. You're not adding talent to a team that is the bottom of the barrel. So, I don't know, man. Uh, hopefully this Bulls team is able to get a, a, a better look at the lottery than the playoffs, right? Because right now it would take a miracle for me to feel good about how this Bulls team is moving in the playoffs. It, it, it honestly would, man. I mean, like, even if this team makes the playoffs, I'm, I'm not confident in them in the slightest right now. I'm just not. I'm not confident in, in them being able to win three games in a row because it's not something we've seen on a, on a week-in, week-out basis, man. But I do want to know how you guys feel. Let me know in the comments below. Uh, before we get to the final topic, man, I do have to let you guys know about FanDuel. FanDuel, our newest sponsor this season. Uh, they are supporting us here over on Locked On as now it's the perfect time to download FanDuel, America's number one sports book because new customers get a no-sweat first bet up to $1,000. That's a bonus bet back if your first bet doesn't win. Just download the FanDuel Sportsbook app. It's safe, secure, super easy to use, uh, and you can bet on everything from the money line to points scored to threes drained. I mean, listen, they literally, if you want to bet on Zach Levine knocking down five of eight threes, you can do that. Take the over on that, and then, hey, is Billy Donovan going to give him the ball on the last play? Probably not, you know what I mean? But, hey, that's neither here or there. All that can be found over on FanDuel. Plus, FanDuel even lets you combine your bets for a chance for a bigger payout with same-game parlay. So don't miss out on your chance to get your no-sweat first bet up to $1,000 in bonus bets when you go to FanDuel.com forward slash locked on. That's FanDuel.com forward slash locked on to learn more. Make every moment more with FanDuel, an official sports betting partner of the NBA. So, with where this Bulls team is now, I want to know your biggest issues coming into this season. I'll give you mine. Because as we're sitting here, 17 games left, there's a ton of issues that we can point to with this Bulls team. But what's the one that really sticks out the most to you? What's the one that really irritates your soul? Is it Billy Donovan's offensive scheme? Is it is it the defensive scheme? Is it the team construction? Is it AK's silence? Is it what is the thing that really irritates you about this Bulls team? What's your biggest issues? Let me know in the comments below. I'll be down there talking with you as well. Um my number one issue with this team, and it kind of goes back to the previous topic, talking about the draft and different things like that. With 17 games left, 
I have no idea in his third season what Patrick Williams is. With 17 games left, I don't know if our 18th pick in the draft this season can play. My biggest issue with the Chicago Bulls this season is the clear need to use some of these young guys for the future of your team and the reluctance to do so. We always joke on this show that Billy Donovan has no idea who Marco Simonovich is. Heck, the reason that we can joke on that is because, legit, we have no idea what Marco Simonovich is. Marco Simonovich was in the G League last week, dropping 26 and 21. I'm not sitting here telling you G League stats matter. Last week, that was, yeah, that was last week. Uh, I'm not sitting here telling you G League stats matter, right? But you're not setting a precedent that your playing the G League can earn you time on the court. And we've talked about how we thought AK was going to be this big development guy. He was finding those long-term pieces. He was finding pieces that you could send down to the G League that that one day could come up, right? Uh, we were excited about a, a, a Justin Lewis being signed and sent down there early this season until he tore his ACL, right? Like, there was so much that we felt like, oh, man, like this guy, he, AK is forward thinking with this. And yet, there's a guy down there that's putting up a double-double just about every night. While we need size, right? Because we've gotten out rebound literally by the Pacers and the Raptors in the worst way in the world. On a team that continually needs size, we don't go get size. Young size. And so to me, right, like I, I, I come out of this season and the fact that I still have these questions, the fact that I'm still sitting here with you guys today and saying, I have no idea what these guys are. That's a problem for your future. That's a problem for where your team's going. I don't know what our fourth pick in the draft is. And I'm supposed to feel good about the Bulls going into the lottery. And here's the biggest issue, right? I don't know what this guy is while other guys that are in his draft are cooking. At four, remember, we could have taken Tyrese Halliburton. That was the name that was linked to the Chicago Bulls most. By the way, Tyrese Halliburton, also a young player. He's 23 years old. And he's continuing to cook. I believe he had 40 and 16 yesterday. Something like that. Something crazy. And that's been the problem with the Bulls the entire time. Like, I'm not saying AK is full-on gar packs at this point. But mostly because, right, like I think Billy Donovan just has a reluctance to play these guys with veterans on the roster that you can go to because Billy's trying to win. He is. Billy's not here to develop. Billy's here to win. And it's not working out for wins. But he's, right, like you bring him in here to, to coach a team that you're expecting to be a perennial playoff team. We haven't gotten there yet. Right, like we had it one year, and now we're into the next year, and we're we're probably maybe gonna make the play-in tournament. Right, like he's not sure. I'm here to develop every player that comes through the door to coach, because for him, the winning now means the most because you have these vets whose careers 
are looking towards the the downside of their career, the backside of their career. So they want to win as much as they can right now. So I, I, I get that to a point, but the problem is, right, like with these competitive teams, with these teams that have to take that next step, you need to develop these young pieces. And I'm going to be honest with you, with every single team that is a playoff team, with every single team that is a championship team, you look at the pieces on those teams, development. Development. Denver developed Jokic. Phoenix developed Devin Booker. Right? Milwaukee develops Giannis. Embiid. Tatum. Brown. Garland. Mobley. All of your top teams, I can go through and give you a development piece. We've developed Zach Levine. And that's it. People might want to throw Kobe White in there. Eh. I like Kobe. Kobe's had a better season this year. Kobe, to me, has moved ahead of Io DeSumo. But AK has now been here, what, for three drafts? Two drafts? No, three, right? And... I can't sit here and tell you what any of your pieces are. I think Io will bounce back and be the player that he once was. I think. I can't tell you that. I think Patrick Williams has more in the tank than he's showing us. I think. I can't tell you that. I think Dalen Terry is the Patrick Beverly player we need. I think I seen him on the court for two games and he showed a little bit, but Billy won't put him back out there. So I can't tell you that. I think Marco Simonovic could average eight and eight in an NBA game as a backup big. I think, but Billy Donovan thinks he's the ball boy. You rarely see teams go far by buying what they need. There's usually some piece on that team that has developed into that next level player. There's usually some piece on that team that has developed into some kind of transcendent player that you then add pieces around. And if I'm being 110% honest, right? Like you don't have, at this point, you not playing them makes no sense. You're the fourth player worst team in the central division. The only reason you're not the worst team in the central division. And I, at this point, I think I kind of believe this is because Cade was hurt most of the year. And so the Pistons didn't have a chance to play with their team. There's a real possibility. You could be the worst team in the central division this year. And so to me, I my biggest issue with this Bulls team is the lack of forward thinking that we thought was a part of this team. The lack of forward thinking that we thought this Bulls team had. It does not. That's a problem. But hey, man, I appreciate you guys for tuning in for another episode of Locked On Bulls. You can follow me on everything at Pat the Designer. You can follow us both 
on everything at Locked On Bulls. Hayes, feel better. Hope the family feels better. Um, let me know what you guys' biggest issue is with the Chicago Bulls in the comments below. Let us uh, leave us a five star rating over on the podcast side. As always, man, it's your boy, Pat the Designer. Back at it again. Y'all stay safe out there, Chicago. Peace.